the Mel Gedroyd podcast. Hey there, it's Mel G, and this week on my little podcast, we shall be talking about, ooh, kicking leaves with abandon in November. We're going to be talking about filching toiletries, and there may be a surprise entry from a little celebrity. Well, actually, he's quite tall, and he's got a silver tooth. He's very, very cool. Anyway, listen, if you like that, then please, of course, have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on magic till three o'clock, that is. There will be more chat and some unbelievably good songs thrown in for good measure. It's very, very nice to see you, my dear Bush. Oh, it's lovely to see you too, Mel. Oh, it's, it's, it's always good to have, to have you in the price. Uh, now, listen up. I need to divest myself of something. Right. Not, not a physical item of clothing. Don't worry, it's okay. <laughs> uh, but I was away from home this week. And I spent two nights in a hotel, which was lovely. Always quite fun, isn't it? Fancy. A little bit of a mini break. You know, you don't have the usual responsibilities of the school run and cooking, cleaning, all that kind of shenanigan. Anyway, now, I never know with this thing, how much in the way of toiletries is it all right to come away with at the end of your stay? Are you Be talking, totally honest. Are you talking about uh, this thing that people do where they try and take as much stuff, as much free stuff from the hotel as they can? I don't know what came over me, but I took everything. Well, let's have a list then, Mel. What did you take? Okay, shower cap. Right. Hairnet. Sewing kit. <laughs> shoe polishing equipment. Shampoo. Conditioner. Body wash. Uh, body lotion. Wow. Aromatherapy soap. Really? Really. All stuffed into like a leather holdall, straight out the front door to the yeah, car park. And I suddenly thought, is that, oh, is, that's, that's graceless. Is it? What would you do? I no, need help, Bush. Uh, my mum my and dad are exactly the same, so I've grown up in this environment. The first thing you do when you get into a hotel is check for all the free stuff and just yeah. rob it. Like, absolutely took, rob it. I took some sachets of hot chocolate as well off the tray. You've paid for those, Mel. They, they're yours. Well, not... Not strictly, because I, I, I was doing this for work, so I hadn't actually paid for them. And I was, I don't know, it, it's, it's been weighing on my mind. I didn't take any towels yeah. or anything like that. Let me hasten to add. I'll I tell you what, I, I have a theory as to why what you've done, the robbery that you've done... It's not a robbery, is the it? People's you said robbery, the people's robbery. the word robbery. In a Robin Hood type way, oh. is good and is right and is correct. And I will tell you next why that is. There's something else I've got to confess. So, I was there for two nights. Yeah. After the first night, they did replenish the stocks, because I'd already got them in the bag. And then I took the next lot as well. Did you? Wow, that is unbelievable. You are, I would describe that as prolific. I, I don't feel good about it now, though. Well, I, I promised you a theory and a reason why you should feel good about it, and yeah. you shouldn't worry about okay. it. And it's this two words, and it's mini bar. Okay. Yeah. Look in the mini bar. Yeah. When you go to any hotel, the amount of money that they want to uh, alleviate you of for prices for, like... Bottles of Coke, yeah, little shot of scotch, that Crisps kind of thing. Crisps and nuts. Crisps and nuts. Yeah, choco bars. Never forget going to a hotel uh, up in Liverpool once with my family, and my dad did this thing where, it's kind of a dad thing, where you open the mini bar and lift out all the stuff and show everyone. Oh, look, they got this, they got that, whatever. He didn't realise that it was tallying it up because there was oh, a no. sensor. So it was like 1,500 quid when we tried to leave. My dad nearly passed out. But they, they all got, they'll take that money off you for the mini bar now. You're entitled then to the free bits. I'm so tight, I never take anything out of the mini bar. Never. I, do, I open the door and look, and I kind of go, hmm, and then shut the door. I'm so rigorous. I'm elite in that way. Well, it scares the life out of you, doesn't yeah. it? It's like a portal to overspending. In fact, um, producer Louise has made, made a comment that she said that maybe they're about to throw that free stuff out. Which, maybe that's what well, you should think Well, but that's yourself. awful in itself. I can't believe that. Surely they top 
stuff, shampoo up between rooms. No. Kind of mi- do they not? Maybe oh. they just get rid of it all. Maybe okay, sometimes. I feel better. I feel better. If, if you can tell yourself that, you might feel better. Okay. Thanks so much, gang. I do feel better. But the double, the double whammy wasn't good, <laughs> was it? I know. I can tell in your eyes. <laughs> You're a bit shocked, as I was. We're all pulling our belongings slightly closer to us here in the studio. <laughs> oh. Now, Bush. Uh, it is, of course, it's, well, it's always a red-letter day in some way, but today it's Bush's red-letter day. Bush, tell me, spill the beans, what day is it? You're going to love this, Mel. Actually, Come I don't on. know why, I hope you will love this. Yes. It, this is a very polarising thing, this. Yep. But did you know, November 19th today is World Play Monopoly Day. <gasps> Oh, good, you love Monopoly. I love Monopoly. As long as I can be the top hat. <laughs> so I was going to ask you, are you always the top always. hat? Always. If, if I'm not, I get really, really grumpy. What's your thing with the top hat? I Why just love, love it. it. Showbiz. I would say, are you the boat? I'm not the boat, I'm the shaggy dog. Oh, the lovely little shaggy dog. I love dog. the little shaggy dog. Yes, cute. You can tell a lot about people by the item that they go for as yeah. their counter in Monopoly. How interesting. I've got three amazing facts about Monopoly for you, I though, can't, Come on, I love a bit of nops. Come you, on. You ready for this? Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. created by the legendary Charles Darrow. Yes. Fact number one, Darrow attempted to sell the Monopoly game to the Parker Brothers, but was initially rejected for 52 fundamental errors that they said in, were included in the game, including its length, theme and timeline and complexity. And this was in what year? This was in sort of... It's 81 years old, the yeah, game. it is 81 years so, old. So uh, they they just turned it away. You know you get these moments where people turn away a product that then turns out yeah, to be huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet the Parker brothers and their descendants are very, very upset about that to this day. Kicking themselves. Yeah. Fact number two, the original... That's a good fact. Good Thank fact, you very much. Thank like you very much. Yeah. Uh, fact number two, the original Monopoly die-cast tokens were inspired by Darrow's nieces who recommended metal charms from the charm bracelets that they had. Nice. Ah, so there you go, the, the shaggy dog, yeah, the top hat, they're all in yeah. the little charm bracelets. Nice. Final fact, and this is probably the best one, escape maps, compasses and files were inserted into Monopoly game boards smuggled into prisoner of war camps inside Germany during World War II. Real money for escapees was actually slipped into the packs of Monopoly money. How cool oh, is that? That's great. I Talk about ingenuity. That. that is wonderful, isn't it? Right then, special podcast treat for everybody. Let's uh, go to our topic pot again, which is it's diminishing. We've still got quite a few topics in here. Scrunched up balls of paper. Uh, what's your most satisfying noise? For me, top of a bottle of wine coming out. Oh. Like a cork. Yeah, satisfying noise. I think for me, it's a pack of crisps being opened. <laughs> oh, I love that's that. That's a great noise. Yeah, I really love that. This is quite satisfying as well. The topic pot opening. Here we go. Oh. Oh, oh, that was brilliant. Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, come on, mate. Here we go, Mel. Right. A question for you from the Magic Office. Yes. Are you dry when you... Are you dry... Shouldn't ask that to a middle-aged lady. <laughs> Carry on. Allow me to rephrase that by unscrolling the final pit. Are you dry when you're in a pool and just wet when you get out? Oh, I quite like that because that infers that you do not shower before you get into a pool. Which I have to say, I know it says on the walls of swimming pools, you must shower before you get in the pool. Do you ever bother doing that? Never shower when I get in a pool. No, nor do I. Who does that? It's freezing cold. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you also feel like a bit of a plum, don't you? I got sent back to the shower by the uh, lifeguard in the pool round the corner from here a few months ago. I went to get in without showering first (gasps) and he sent me back to the shower. Oh, that's a bit embarrassing. Really embarrassing. Were you wearing your French uh, brief speedos? (laughs) That's what it was, I was. Do you know what I really want for Christmas? No word of a lie. And I'm not hinting heavily for Secret Santa, but maybe I am. Uh Uh-huh. You get them in cheap sports shops 
Oh, sorry, my friends. This is a showbiz moment. Gok Wan, as we speak, is he's actually coming into the studio. Get him he's on. Bombing. Get him on the podcast. Come on, Gokers. Come on. Gok. You, no. Come on no, in, Gok. No, come on. Gok, so a nice to ring. see you. I love a dunkery. Oh, it's Gok, it's actual Gok Wan, everybody. <laughs> How are you? Gok. Are this, you is, well? this is Bush. Hello. And this hey, is Louise. Lovely to in you. fact, How are you? Nice Bush, in, um, Gok, in fact, you can help Go out on. here. Yeah, of course, I'm here. That's why I'm here. I've just I said for Secret Santa, yes. we're doing a threesome Secret Santa. Right. What I really want, uh, you get them in cheap sports shops. Right. They're not a flip-flop. Because no. the strap goes straight across. Okay, so they're called a slider. A slider. Slider. I want some sliders. Are they in? Are they out? Got sliders are massively in. Hello. So get huge. in. So a lot of the big brands did it last season. Oh, last and they're season. Still around. No, no, it's still fine. It's still fine. So a, a slider is really, really good, and you could probably get one for for Secret Santa prices. Can you? you could, I'll give you my discount card. What you? <laughs> <laughs> I love Gok. Oh, he's, he's just such a oh, top he man. Oh, smells so, so lovely. No, I love, I love it. Love it. No, go. I want to see I'm, you at some I'm point. See you soon. Yeah. See you soon. Let's oh, have a round of applause for Gok. Hey, I love you too. The sliders are in, gang. <laughs> That's amazing. That was serendipity. There he is. We keep him on site all the time. If we need clarification on the name of any particular type of footwear, he's in. And he said they were trendy. My worry was they're the the shoe that um, slightly portly gents (laughs) around a swimming pool kind of shuffle around in. I know what you mean. Germans on holiday. Germans on holiday. Germans on holiday. So that's, I, I know I've hinted heavily, but a pair of sliders, gang. If it's all right with Gok, it's all right with me. Good. Uh, now, Bush, my dear Bush, my friend, my compadre, oh. you are looking, I have to say, you look great. Thank you. As always. Thank you. Little bit pallid around the gills. I do feel a bit pallid. Yeah, I, what's I, going on, Mel? I would describe that I look a bit tiny today oh. because this week, Mel, I've put my back out. Oh, Terrible. Anyone else got back problems at the moment? What a nightmare it is. It's the first time it's properly happened to me and it is way worse than I thought it would be. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so now, how did it happen? Are you allowed to say? I was just talking. I was just doing a bit of talking. A bit of broadcasting. A bit of broadcasting. As is your won't. As is exactly. And I turned to my right <laughs> just to look at the clock, thinking nearly time to go home. <laughs> mid mid talking. And me back went. It really innocuous. But you speak to anyone who's had back problems yeah. and you never do it like, you know, diving yeah. in off the top a plank at a diving board no, or, or no. swimming or jumping no. around. You do it by doing your shoelaces up. Yeah, or, or stepping off a curb. Stepping off a curb or grabbing a hairbrush. Like yes. these mundane things. Yes, and, and our producer Louise yes. had awful back problems. How uh, did invo- she do that It was now? involving an item of clothing, I think, wasn't it? A small item of clothing that she was It was, was either with. putting her knickers on or taking her knickers off. The I wasn't, wasn't going to say that, Bush. I was going to leave it to the imagination, <laughs> but you just plunged in there. I can go there, Mel, and I can blame it on the meds. <laughs> I'm completely uninhibited. And that's the other thing. I've got, I'm, I'm on painkillers at the moment. Oh. I'm seeing... If you want to know next weekend's lotto numbers, just give me a shout, because I'm that far ahead. I can, I'm seeing space and time in a different way. But do you ever get to a point, Mel, where... And I know because I know, remember a few shows back, you'd had your op and all that yeah. kind of thing, so we're all kind of like... Oh, my operation. Op- operation. Do you ever get to the point where you have so many things happening to you in yeah. terms of body parts breaking Falling down? Yeah. Do you just think... My dad used to have a phrase which was, get the gun. <laughs> Does someone get the gun? Do you know what I mean? Bush, I am so the opposite to that. Are you? Everything that happens, I think you have to push through even harder. Is this all part of the elite lifestyle? It's the elite squad. <laughs> 
you know, it's tough in the elite squad. Someone's <laughs> got to be there, and that person is me. Right, OK, so you're saying to me, don't I'm give up. I'm saying do 50 press-ups, mate. That's what I'm saying internally, although obviously I wouldn't say that to your face. <laughs> right, so in the face of pain, you're saying work harder. Push through. Wow. But with a back, you see, I've never had a bad back, and I know it's awful. People close to me have had bad back, so I, I know it, it takes over everything, doesn't it? Now, back to your back, Bush, back mm-hmm. to the back. What I want to know is, you said it happened when you were, you know, you were mid-broadcast. Mm-hmm. Did your voice betray any pain as the back went? Because I know you were mid-link. Was it a kind of, and now, next up, it's time for them. Was it that kind of thing? Uh, no, it was like in a true professional way, oh. which isn't normally befitting of the show that I do, Mel. Uh, I just sit and remarked, oh, do you know what? I think I might have done my back. I put the clash on as quickly as I could oh. and crawled out of the studio on all fours. Were you, no. on, were you literally on all fours? I was on all fours. Luckily, it was the final song of the show. So, oh, my days. And that was it. So I don't really... Have you got any... like? I know you're all into the elite lifestyle, Mel, uh, and you, you've, you're always mm-hmm. with the good, healthy cooking and stuff. Yeah. Is there anything I can do to improve myself, do you think? <gasps> what can I do to make things better? Well, are you, are, you, are you on some sort of exercises, back exercises? Not at the moment, no. Well, I think you should be. What should I do, though? Well, lying on your back with both arms out. Yeah. uh, In a sort of, you know, crucifix. Yeah, in a kind of crucifix, yeah. And then hoik the knees up to the chest. Uh Uh-huh. And then roll gently from one side to the other. That sounds quite soothing already. Yeah, my husband does that quite a lot because he has a terrible back. Oh, he's in the back... Yeah. He's in the bad back club. He's in the bad back club. Oh, okay. So I I really, you know, I feel for you. Maybe me and him could meet up and trade ailments. That would make me feel better about things, you know? He would love that. I know he would. I need one... Every office has got one of these people. You know the the person with all the kit, the bad back kit? Uh, Jason's chair, do not move, and he's got an ergonomic (laughs) keyboard and a foot rest. That needs to be me. I need all that kit. You need the Swiss ball. I need a Swiss ball. Bush Swiss ball. I will sort that out. Please. You need to be sitting very, very erect on the Swiss ball. <laughs> all right, gang, let us continue with our podcast. I wonder which celebrity is going to pop in now. Well, listen, who knows? It's Nigel Havers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be true? Isn't he an attractive man? He, do you know, I've never met the guy. Apparently, really nice, though. He seems like a lovely bloke. He, in fact, probably now, it's the time of year, he's often the baddie in panto if he's not doing something else. He's probably rehearsing. Well, we're in the West End. Let's just wait. Let's just keep this recording until he turns up. Oh, panto is going to be soon upon us. I love panto so much. Right, OK. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, now Bush. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is good. This is strong. Ever done a good deed that's gone horribly wrong? Ever done a good deed that's gone horribly wrong? Oh, 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 oh. Let's have a little... This is a tricky one. Let's have a think. We need Gok Wan, We need Gok back in again. For this. A good deed. Oh, my God. I'm thinking along the lines of trying to set two people up together. Yes, I do that all the time because I'm incredibly nosy and controlling. So you've done some matchmaking that hasn't quite panned out? Yeah, I did a bad one the other day. And do you feel responsible? Is it your responsibility? Hell yeah. But surely you're just bringing two people into each other's lives. They can make their own decision whether it works or not. Not if it doesn't work, though. If it doesn't work, it's pretty bad, isn't it? The thing I do is, in the old matchmaking mode, is I build it up to an almost grotesque degree because I get so excited about the fact that it might work. Yeah. And then it just... It's been built up too much. Do you know that thing? Have you got Have you got people that you know that are together still that have been because of uh, a Gedroich connection? Not, not really. No. So your dating uh, success rate is. It's not good. Zero percent. It's not good. Matchmaking. No, it's not good. And last time I did it, 
I knew, I knew it wasn't going to, oh, I just knew it wasn't going to work, but I just thought, come on, come on, because both need. Yeah. Just, oh, it was awful. And actually it ended in a really awkward date for them oh, when no. neither side had a good time. Do you watch first dates on the telly? I like first dates, yeah. But there's something awful about straight away people knowing that it's not going to work and then you have to sit and have the whole yes. dinner together. This th- That was very much what happened here because I'd gone, oh, blah, 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 you're really going to love blah, 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 really, really. And then to the other person, blah, 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 you're really going to, you know, oh, it was awful, Bush. <laughs> what about you? Good deeds? <laughs> I'm just trying to think, what wrong. have I done that has just gone horribly wrong with the best intentions? <sighs> oh, oh, my goodness. Go on. I put my brother's cat on a diet when I was looking after his flat for a few months because he was really, really overweight. Proper fat cat. And I, I went pretty elite on him, on him actually, on the cat. I oh. thought, right, this cat needs some absolute elite drilling. How would you put a cat on a diet? What would you do? I, well, with, with consultation from the vet, uh, he was on sort of five nuggets of dry stuff a day. Wow. Having basically eaten anything he wanted. Right. And I think I drove him mad. <laughs> he was called Buzz. He's no longer with us. This was back in the oh, 90s. Oh my he, love. he broke into the fridge. He was so hungry. I came back one night, he'd broken into the fridge. And on another night, he had upended a, a plastic bag of rice, gnawed through, and had eaten dry rice. Eaten dry rice. That's mm-hmm. like the end of the line, isn't it, in terms of being starving? I mean, he looked great, and he actually was moving around a lot. <laughs> Because before that, he hadn't. He was so ruddy and enormous. So he had a shiny nose and stuff in that he was kind of like yeah, healthier. But, the, but in the eyes, he was gone. he was bonkers. And, I, and I, I've, never, I've, never quite, I've never quite reconciled myself with that. In some ways, do you feel responsible for Buzz's death that year? <laughs> he, did, he actually went on for a few years. Did he? But they, he went never straight back. He ballooned did he? back. Because the diet was so extreme. So as soon as my brother came back and put him on normal rations, he just went, you know. That was probably the rice expanding. Oh, the rice, that was awful. <laughs> How much did oh, and he a have? cucumber. He did a cucumber. I came back and there was just the nibbled out contents of a cucumber. There was just a flapping <laughs> cucumber skin. He'd eaten a whole cucumber because he was so hungry. The poor thing. God bless Buzz. R.I.P. Buzz. Literally broke into the fridge. <laughs> It's time for <laughs> the Tweedy trusty cape is now on my shoulders. Oh, yes. The glasses on chains are on. The glasses perched rather scarily on the end of the nose. Uh, it's tell Mel you can ask me anything, but don't please expect a sort of cosy, supportive reply. That's all I'm saying. Here we go. Tell Mel. Hey Mel, it's Sandra. My friend lets her husband sit in the car and listen to the radio while she's doing the big shop as she says he just slows her down. My husband's got wind of this and now he wants to sit in the car when we do the big shop. Should I let him do it? He does slow me down after all. Yet it seems a bit 1930s. (laughs) Sandra, I'm absolutely appalled. My mouth is in an open position. No, no and thrice no. That's outrageous. Also, on a very practical level, that's going to play havoc with your car battery, isn't it? I always get worried about playing the radio when the car is in a stationary position. So no, Sandra, no, 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 no. Next, please. Hey Mel, it's Lizzie. We're doing a secret Santa at work. I've got to buy a present for a bloke I've never met before. He's one of those super healthy boars. What would be right up his street? A really, really 
awfully calorific chocolate bar just to see his little face slightly deal with that, yeah? Something almost grotesque with lots of marshmallow. Something peanutty. Something with a sort of element of, ooh, a lolly or something. Something you've spent quite a lot of money on. Really rub it in his face. Good. Next person, please. Hi, Mel. It's Abby. My husband is a terrible snorer. He keeps the whole house awake with his pig-like nighttime noises. What can I do about him? Right, Abby, this is what I did to my husband. It worked for a bit. Get his pyjama top, I'm assuming, of course, that he sleeps in pyjamas, which man doesn't, and sew onto the back of the pyjamas some corks. <laughs> in a variety of places onto the back of the pyjama top, and then let him sleep in that. <laughs> he won't lie on his back for long, my dear. Just you wait and see. Thank you very much for Tell Mel. I was particularly harsh in that, and that felt good. I'm just trying to get my head around the fact that you've laced corks into the back of your husband's pyjama top. Yeah, it worked for a month. After that, it was back to back to business, but it was, it was a month of bliss. Ah, oh, thank you so much for listening to Miss Scrumptious Podcast. Hear more lols and bants and larks. Uh, like that, every Saturday lunchtime from one o'clock on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast.